It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. As far as the game is concerned, you know, Sandy Alcantara is coming off a Cy Young Award winning year. The Mets, I thought, did a really good job against Alcantara last year. Now, they didn't pound him or anything like that, but they did a pretty good job against him. And in this game, the whole inning and really the whole game against him turned when he walked Vogelbach on four pitches, which was kind of stunning. You know, Sandy's a real good control pitcher. He walks him on four pitches. Omar Narvaez comes through with a big base hit. And I was thinking, when he singled and Vogelbach went to third, so they're set up with first and third, one out in the third inning, thought pops in my head immediately, they've already got more production from catcher already. I mean, already we're one game in, we're one plate appearance into the season, and Omar Narvaez already has done more than Tomas Nito and James McCann combined. So, that was, listen, that was a big moment in the game because it set him up with first and third, and then Brandon Nimmo was able to take advantage of it with the sacrifice fly. They did have the base running miscue where Narvaez got – kind of caught between first and second, but they were able to jump out to an early one nothing lead. Scherzer was mostly really good. He gives up that leadoff hit to a rise, gets a double play, got another double play later in the fourth inning on that long at-bat against Garrett Cooper. And then in the sixth inning, the Mets were able to tack on, and that was that inning with Jeff McNeil that we talked about where Nimmo draws a walk, Marte rips a base hit up the middle, then you get the bad Jazz Chisholm defense where he makes the bad throw. The Marlins have so many guys out of position. So that's going to be something, especially early on, and the Mets see a lot of the Miami Marlins early on, these four games plus three at City. They play seven of their first 10 games against the Marlins. They're going to be defensive miscues. That doesn't mean that Jazz Chisholm isn't going to turn into a great center fielder or Gene Segura isn't going to be fine at third base or Joey Wendell isn't going to be fine at shortstop. I just think early on, that's the time you want to play these guys because they have so many guys out of position. And that was a big moment because that allowed Lindor to get the sack fly. Alonzo draws the walk, and then McNeil in that weird, quirky situation comes through with an RBI single. And then Max Scherzer made me want to punch uh, a hole in the wall because it's 3 nothing, And my brain already starts to click, okay, Max has been great. He's only allowed one hit. There were a couple of other base runners due to walks. Get me three outs in the sixth. That's fine. Pitch count's going to be probably in the high 80s, low 90s. It's opening day, and he's done. So I knew six innings, and he's done. And then, all right, I like giving the bullpen a three-run lead with nine outs to work with. I'm good with that. I feel good about that. And you could tell early that sixth inning, Max was not fooling anybody. Jacob Stallings hits the crap out of a ball and rips a double. That same Jacob Stallings, by the way, who had a game-winning home run against Edwin Diaz when Edwin Diaz sucked back in the day. You know, remember those days when we when we didn't love Edwin Diaz? Stallings rips the double. He gets uh, Joey Wendell out. Okay, all right, let's get through this. Gives up an RBI double to Luisa Rice, who's going to be a pain in the rear end. I'll tell you right now, Luisa Rice, seeing him, I know it's not 19 times a year anymore. It's 13 times a year, but he's a hitter, man. He's impossible to strike out, even though he did strike out in this game. He's mostly impossible to strike out. He's like Jeff McNeil. Very similar to Jeff McNeil. Very, very good hitter. He rips an RBI double. Then Max gets Gene Segura out. And when he gets Gene Segura out, who's a Met killer, 
He's an out away from escaping this thing with a three to one lead. And that 0-1 pitch to Garrett Cooper was right down the heart of the plate. And he murdered it. Oh, I hit the crap out of it right off the bat. You could tell that baby was going out. And I'm disgusted. I'm on the air. No, so I got to deal with this while I'm on the air. I got to be like, ah, crap, on the air, which I hate. I hate afternoon Met baseball when we're on the when we're on the radio. It's just my my lowest moment was probably the Justin Upton Jairus Familia game back in 2015 in that rainstorm when Familia gave up the home run to Upton and they had a two hour rain delay and then Craig Kimbrell came in and sealed the deal. Then the next day they trade for Cespedes and the whole season turns around. We were on the air for that, Joe and I, and it was just awful. So Scherzer gives up the home run. I give him credit. He gets the yeah, last out it. of the sixth inning. And it's it's a quality outing, I guess, six innings, three runs. But it's a real kick in the balls when you give your ace a three-run lead and he wipes it all away in the sixth inning. Yeah, no, like, dude, he – you could tell it was coming, like you said. And I don't understand how it always comes up. But that's – it's never like – listen, besides the playoffs – it's never Scherzer gets battered around and gets beat up and gives up tons of run. It's always a home run that kills him. He gets oh, one, one, one guy on base, and then boom, someone hits a home run. It's the one mistake, but that one mistake is it's clear. Like you said, he was getting tagged. Dude, th- this is, you know, as an opponent of Max Scherzer, this was always his bugaboo, giving up the big home run. It was It always was. And obviously it happened today. To his credit, he gets through the inning. And that, that to me is really, really important. It's like when a closer blows the save. I always look at that. Get me through the inning. It's a tie game. The game is not over. We go to the seventh inning. It, it's not the end of the world, even though it felt like it was the end of the world at the time. And what was really, really important was that the Mets responded right away. So the Mets never went to their bullpen in a tie game. They go top of the seventh inning against Tanner Scott. And they work out a rally, and they do it with the bottom of the order. Eduardo Escobar comes through with a hit behind in the count. Omar Narvaez draws a walk. Again, more productive than McCann and Nito. And that obviously sets up Brandon Nemo, who was so clutch all last year, and he's clutch again. He had the sack fly early in the game, hits the two-run double that gives them the lead. And now it's almost like a reset. When Nemo drives in those two runs, it's a deep breath, okay, Kind of like we were envisioning before, bullpen's got a multi-run lead. Go get the job done. And they did, man. And I was curious who and where Buck would go to. Because we know who we think the circle of trust is, but we don't really know. Adam Adovino had a great year last year, but in a perfect world, you really only want him facing right-handed pitching, a right-handed hitting. That's ideally what you're looking at. So. You look at the seventh inning, is it really an ideal spot for him? Not really. You've got, so actually it was because you had three righties coming up. I guess you could have gone Adam Adovino in the seventh inning, but he decides to go to Drew Smith. Fine. Drew Smith had a great first half last year. And when he gives up the leadoff double to Jorge Soler, I think we're all thinking the same thing, which is, oh, crap, this isn't going to go well. But Drew did a great job. He gets Avisal Garcia right after that, strikes out De La Cruz and Stallings back-to-back. That actually would have been a good avenue for Adam Adovino with all those righties coming up. But he decides not to, and that leads easily to Brooks Raleigh getting the eighth inning because when you looked at Wendell, who they end up pinch hitting for, Alva- Arvaez, and then Segura, kind of makes sense that that's where you're going to go to the lefty in Brooks Raleigh, and he did a great job. 
He looked great. They pinch hit for Wendell with birdie. He strikes him out. He strikes out a rise. We mentioned earlier is very difficult to strike out and then gets Segura out. So right off the top, think about the work that the Mets got out of their bullpen before we even get to the ninth inning between Drew Smith and Brooks Raleigh. 